You're listening to the Hero Up Podcast with Jim Simcoe. Thanks for being here today. Let's get rolling with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Hero Up Podcast. This is Jim with our wonderful co-host, Blake Bender. How are you, Blake? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. For always. And um, kind of changing up. We're still on the sidewalk, but it's in the afternoon right now. It is. It's a beautiful 80 degrees or so here in yeah. uh, sunny San Diego. And yeah. Uh, yeah, beautiful day. What do you think about this person who parked their car all the way almost into the window? Total dipshit. Total dipshit. Kind of looks it's, like your car. Though, it's actually it? my car. Yeah. Is, okay. So the topic today, we're going to lighten the mood a little bit from last week. Um, keys to a fantastic relationship. So we're going to talk about how do you have a fantastic relationship? And then we've got some advice for some of our single friends out there. And then also we're going to do a little rapid fire question and answer. But first of all, tell us a little bit about your relationship. Uh, I have many. This is, the one, this is the one with Jess that I want to talk about. I, not the I, one with I was going to ask. Yeah, I was going to ask for some clarification there. It sounds like we're discussing our relationship with our spouses. Uh, a little background on my myself, my own relationship. You know, and it's funny because I never really thought I'd be sitting here talking about my relationship into a microphone, and and yet here we are. Uh, yet here we and are, we're, and we're going there. Hopefully, hopefully, um, when my wife does or does not hear this uh my guess is she's definitely going to listen, it, to, she, want to, listen to this one. she she approves of our, our dialogue so in yes. any case um i am 29 years old my wife jessica and i have been married for two years now though we've been together uh for since 2007 so that would be 11 soon enough 12 years um, so as you can imagine, uh, the time from 18 to 29, a lot changes in one, one's life. And so, uh, yeah, I'm very fortunate to be, have spent my entire adult life basically with the same person. And, and I think that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, it's awesome. I think that's an, it's going to be an interesting ju- juxtaposition between us because I didn't meet Kelly until I, until I was your age, until I was 29. And we've been together Seventeen and a half years. We've been married sixteen years, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, so yeah, this is just interesting, you know, because I'm obviously much more mature, older. So than much, you are. so much more, more mature, so much more wise, more older. Is yeah. it okay to put my feet up on your car? Sure. You seen this thing? Piece yeah, that's shit. a good point. All right. Anyway, so let's talk about first off. In your mind, what defines a good relationship? A strong relationship? A fantastic relationship? Um, I think when it comes to the conversation of your relationship with your spouse. Yes. Um, and by few, all, let's because, assume that these are all relationships. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I'm really like partner, fixated on that part of it. Really I don't know why that's stuck in my head. Cause I'm like, well, what if somebody's has other relationships that they want to work on? Work relationship on with the guy at seven 11 when you're buying a pack of gum is not the topic of conversation. <laughs> that's a whole different day. That's next week. That's next week. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, I think that my relationship with Jessica is pretty special. And I don't know that everyone would, you know, like she and I went to high school together and we were close friends for several years um, prior to ever dating. And so we were already had a really good sense of who what the other person was and like spending time, time together and, and all that good stuff. And so uh, I do think that the foundation of our relationship is based around like just truly respecting and enjoying spending time around that, the, the other person. Um, and we're, we are very different people in terms of personality, but I think we're grounded by a lot of the same things. And so, um, it's really, you know, like, a we grew up in this, literally the same neighborhood, 
she has a parent who her dad was a teacher, her mom was a lawyer, my dad's a lawyer, her mom's a teacher. Uh, so there's just a lot of, you know, similar foundational pieces that, right. that make us such that we share a very similar worldview. Right. Um, beyond uh, the fact that she's a total babe and I yeah, am me and I'm, <laughs> you know, married way up in the world. Uh, you outkicked your coverage in yeah, many ways. Yeah, for sure. Haven't for sure. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think for me, it's just, you know, having that mutual respect. We're fortunate for having a lot of, a lot of uh, common ground on, on yeah. many things. Um, and then just truly like one of my favorite things to do through... Uh, uh, I don't know if I should say favorite things, but I enjoy just like dinking around. We'll go to the gro- we'll go to the grocery shopping every weekend and yeah. walking through the the aisles, making the same dumb jokes as I made last week. Currently, it's that we don't have enough beans in the cabinet, even though I pick up a can of beans every time. Now we have like 30 beans. So just dumb shit like that is, I think, the, the little things that make relationships go. Yeah, right on, right on. Uh, I would define it as my grandmother said something to me when I was a, when I was a little kid, right? So she said... There was this girl at school and I think I was in, I think I was in high school and some girl liked me and I didn't like her. I liked her only as a friend because I just wasn't attracted to her. And so I told my grandmother this. I don't know why in the world I was asking my grandmother for this kind of advice. But uh, my gram, she said, I said, well, what do I do? Because this girl's perfect. She's so awesome. I'm just not attracted to her. And she was like, well, if you're not attracted to her, then you should never be with her. She's like, and she said, ultimately, <clears throat> you should really want to be with someone who brings out the best in you. Mm-hmm. So I've always kind of had that as my litmus test of, is, does this person bring out the best in me? And in other past relationships before Kel, like I would use that as an example. And there were definitely relationships where I was like, wow, this person not only doesn't bring out the best in me, this person brings out the absolute worst in me. This person brings out the person in me who could get you know, arrested for all kinds of, you know, dumb stuff. Like this is like, this is the, definitely the wrong person. So most of my life I've used that, that, um, litmus test that my grandmother gave me when I was like 14. Can I, may I ask, were you guys like going around knocking mailboxes over? What are you doing? That's getting me and my grandmother. <laughs> As you, a matter of fact, the- <laughs> yes, my grandmother has a hell of a swing. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> She's passed away, but yeah, you know, what I mean. <laughs> may she rest in peace. <laughs> may she rest in peace. <laughs> no offense, grandma. <laughs> no offense, grandma. We love you. Uh, <laughs> no, I wasn't knocking mailboxes <laughs> over. You Jesus. said you were doing some stuff that could get you, uh, well, just people bringing out the worst. Thing <laughs> I, me, I know. know. Like, you know how I am. I'm kind of an emotional, <laughs> emotional wreck most of the time. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm a very emotive person. Just people can get under my skin relationship yeah. wise. But, but that was my thing. And when I met Kelly, one of the things I noticed kind of right away is she just kind of brought up the best in me. And that was like my, I was like, wow, finally someone who brings out the best in me. And, you know, looks good in khakis too at the same time. Like, yeah, not me, her. <laughs> yeah. He's currently wearing khakis. For the I really am. May, may I ask is, are there things that like she challenges you on and makes you tell the time? Yeah, do you have an example or something? What does she challenge me on? She challenges me on one time. Huh? She's gonna love it. If I tell this story, um, one time we were in a, in this argument at our house and she like kind of pushed me in the chest and she said, she was like, you know, you're going to respond. You're not just going to withdraw. You withdraw all the time. And she's like, tell me what you think. And I was like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and, then, and she kind of like, she kind of like, you know, touched my chest again and pushed me a little bit again. And she just, she forced me to get vulnerable, to get real and to open up. I was half turned on and half like super like stoked about what an awesome wife she was. Like, and put that boner away. Yeah, yeah. She's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, all kinds of stuff. But, uh, yeah, she brings out the best of me all the time. And, and 
I think with her, like when stuff comes up at work or other relationships or whatever, I'll tell her and I'll be like, so this is what's going on. And she'll just take it to a different level at, that I had ne- hadn't thought of at all. And I'm like, I'm half like, Jesus, she's so much smarter than I am. That's the first thing. And then second thing, I'm like, wow, that's really good advice. Yeah. So she just, she just has a, and she's so, we'll get into it later on, but she's so loyal. And for me, like loyalty is so important because like, you know, my biological father left when I was young and you know, all this other stuff happened. So, um, you're not going to get me to cry again. So don't even try. Don't be, don't be like pausing. Yeah. 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 Can we make Jim cry today? No, the answer is no. But so that's my, my biggest thing is people being loyal and she's just always been loyal, which right is fantastic. Yeah. And I'm almost positive. She's not dating anybody else currently. <laughs> no, there's no way to know. There's no way to know. No <laughs> may, to know. may I share, may I share one that I've been challenged on? Because yes, please. I think it's funny to share this on the microphone because it's yet to be resolved because last <laughs> night, <laughs> this, this is, great. uh, last night, this is kind of the current state of my marriage. Oh, boy. Uh, until we Jess were, hears this podcast. Yeah, until Jess hears this podcast. And, but I'm going to have this resolved by the time <laughs> that this, uh, this airs. Go Blake, go Blake, um, go Blake. So the situation is that we get home last night. I, I'm here working later than I usually am uh, just to some of our staff. Being Past down. 11 a.m., huh? Past 11 a.m. <laughs> so we get home late and we kind of dual duty are making dinner. And as we're ma- making dinner, we're having to thaw out you know, something in the microwave and before we can, can cook it. And so uh, some piece of the microwave just falls off. And uh, it's just this like little shelf thing and neither of us have ever seen it happen before. And so she's like fiddling away with it and like having no success. And she's just like, oh, here, will you try? Um, and so <laughs> sounds, I take it over. Bad, right? I take it over and I'm just like pushing on it like a freaking <laughs> idiot. And before I know it, like some little piece of this like kind of frailish plastic thing just chips off and it falls right into our like cooking pan. And she's just like, are you shitting me right now? Like, like, are you just so impatient that and like mindless in this activity that you're just going to let this happen? And she was pissed at me for the rest of the night and, and, uh, woke up and I think everyone's in a better, better mood. Let's hope. But, uh, I, if, if you listen to this, I'm going to order the new component that I have to replace. Um, but no marriage is perfect and, and, uh, I'm working on it. Jessica, that's Blake's long way of saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. All right. So let's get into uh, the big topic. So what I wanted, what we wanted to do on this podcast, what we wanted to do is talk about things that have worked for us. So obviously we're two totally different guys, two totally different marriages, um, two totally different ages, experiences, whatever, but there probably are some uh, commonalities. I almost said commonalities, which is not a word. Actually not a word. Um, Quick aside, the other day with the girls, um, you know the word humanities, like studying humanities? I do. I was, convi- I was trying to convince the girls that humanities was made up of the word hu- humans and manatees. <laughs> and how great Were they buying it? No, because they're smarter than it's I am. It's the study of, of <laughs> humans and manatees. <laughs> yeah, manatees, very, very niche scientific field. Very niche. But anyway, so let's talk about what's worked for us over the past 16 years. This is, this is going to be derailed really quick <laughs> this today. This really is. So I have some things on my list. Uh-huh. I'm going to read them to you. I want you to tell me what you think of them and then your impression or if you have any stories around that. Sure, sure. Whatever. So one of the things is asking for what you want. I think so many relationships, you don't really ask for what you want or what you need from relationship. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Oh man. Uh I'm I'm trying to dig in there and thinking of it 
think of an example in which that has been uh, a point of conflict uh, for us. I guess the one the one element that I can kind of think of in my head is when is prior to moving down here to San Diego. Uh, Jessica had no intention of necessarily like staying and living uh, here in San Diego. She was getting, she had gotten into graduate school. I was opening the, the or I basically decided to open our gym that is still my small business uh, that we're sitting in front of today. Um, but there was, she had some struggles surrounding that just in that uh, she kind of had this attitude of like, well, I don't want to like stay there. Like I want to be able to move back and be here with my family. And, she wanted and, to go back to Sacramento. And I mean, she, that was just her, that had been her intention at the time and priorities change and life's change, you know, lives change and she hadn't lived anywhere else. And, and her yeah. family is, is, and was really important to her. Um, yeah, San Diego is so, a rough place. And no, uh, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, and so anyway, I think that, that having open <clears throat> dialogues about that was really important to be able to have conversations and figure out what's really important to us. Um, as if she had not been transparent in that, I imagine it probably could have been a bigger challenge within our relationship otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's super cool. What about <clears throat> in a relationship? I think this one is really important. Seeking to understand not necessarily agree. It's my fatal flaw. Uh, well, Good. I, I, I don't, I don't know that seeking to agree, but I definitely have that complex. Is if she's telling me a problem, then I want to help. Like I want to help find a solution. Sure. Um, and I think that is more consistent with something. I struggle with and, and I've had to learn over time to try to just be empathetic and listen and not necessarily like have a, a solution. Um, and uh, yeah, how does that usually come into play for you guys? Um, I think it did a lot in the beginning of our marriage. And I think I've, I've felt this before in other relationships, not with a 7-Eleven guy where I'm buying gum, but mm -hmm. in actual like, uh, you know, relationships with, with lovers dating. Um, you never dated a 7-Eleven guy? No judgment. That that's that's a topic for a different day. Okay, I'm not really going to talk about that right now. Um, but I think that the 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 big thing is like I would in fights, right? So you argue with somebody, and you're so focused on you know you're not necessarily focused on what the other person is saying. You're focused on what your response is, and you're focused on how do I you know subconsciously you're like how do I get this person to see that I'm right and they're wrong? Mm -hmm. And I found kind of halfway through our marriage, maybe not halfway, maybe a few years into the marriage, that like giving up the need to be right made a huge difference mm -hmm. and giving up the need to agree on stuff made a huge difference because it's kind of one of those things like if we disagree on something, it's okay for us to disagree on it. Um, what's important is for me to understand like where the hell she's coming from and mm -hmm. what she's actually saying. I may not agree with it. She might say, I'll use an example. She might say, well, geez, Jim, you're, you're always late. We can never get out of the house on time because you're always late. And you, you know, Jim's literally the earliest person I've ever met. So always. I know this is a falsification right. of the story. It's just like, just like, you know, I'm just totally making this up. But, um, but so for me, I, while I wouldn't agree with that statement, I would understand kind of what, where she's coming from. And then I would, you know, try and figure out like, why is she, why is that so important to her? And like, mm -hmm. what is it about it that is, you know, causing this big gap between us. So I think that that, and I see other couples and I've been in like, you know, situations where I've witnessed other couples where they're fighting. Mm -hmm. you, I mean, have you ever been in that circumstance where like, you know, 
two couples, you know, a couple in front of you starts arguing and you're just sitting there and you're just like, oh my God, like this is the so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. Are these people you know or just like people on the sidewalk you're just walking by? No, the people I know are not people <laughs> on the sidewalk I walk by that I've seen happen and I'm just like, oh boy. And it's usually like, it's, like it's really usually passive aggressive, super <laughs> passive aggressive. And one person's like, well, you know, you never do this. And, and well, I would do that if you did this. And oh, well, I don't think you're right about that. I'm just thinking of a scene from The Office when Michael and Jan have the dinner party. Yes. I don't know if anyone out there knows that yes. one. This, yes. is, this is pretty much the example we're both thinking. Yes, of. yes, 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 yes. So I think that the going back to this is being able to try and understand the other person. Just because you understand the other person, I guess the key is is that you don't have to agree with them. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of people that I understand. Like I understand their political, you know, their political position. I just don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the big things in a in a relationship is figuring out like. What is the other person actually trying to say? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that um, in a marriage, sometimes I feel like it's even you know beginning when we first started dating. It's kind of like you just don't know mm-hmm. until you until you ask, and then once you ask, you're like, oh, that's what she meant. Like I thought she meant something totally different. So I have a real world example I'd like to share with the I, internet. I'd like to hear this example. Uh, I really look forward to my wife hearing this one, but. Uh, <laughs> This was Jess pro- is never going to talk to me again. After yeah, seriously. Probably 10 years ago, eight years ago, I don't know, a long time ago, my wife was trying to convince me that she thought that Matthew McConaughey was fitter than Lance Armstrong. <laughs> and, and she would not let, she would not let this go. And I'm sure. Tra- and so I, I get what you're saying though, because the perspective she had, and this is probably at a time when Matthew McConaughey was all over different, like people magazines, like working out at the yeah, beach and shit. And he looked on. great, but we're talking about the most juiced up Lance Armstrong in his prime right. who won six tour de France's and she just was not having it. And, we didn't see eye to eye and it was just one of those things where we were just like agree to disagree but how did you leave that conversation but how, what's that conversation now we're I'm, I'm trying to close it right now and and uh, and put an end to it and show her the, the she now she whenever i bring that up she's like oh my god was i really thinking that that's so I don't great know. i'm gonna bring that up to her yeah absolutely first should. Time yeah. i see her next okay um here's another one i think is a key for what's worked for us is that being together for the right reasons, like choosing values and love over interests. So here's what I mean by that. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, and I want to get your opinion. Yeah. So my Kelly and I have almost nothing in common, right? So I'm dark skin. She's light skin. I love the ocean. She loves to hike. I get sick at altitude. She's happy. In the <laughs> she, she's in the mountains right now. Yeah. She's literally <laughs> in the mountains right now. And I'm literally at sea level. We have like nothing in common. You know, the music we like is different. Almost every single thing is different, right? Like I love sports. She doesn't care about any of that stuff. She's great at like yoga and Pilates and running. And I just suck at all three of those things. This is the part where you as my CrossFit coach say, no, Jim, you're no, actually really good at those things. No, you're great. Yeah, that was fake. That felt, that felt fake. Yeah. It felt a little dirty. <laughs> anyway, my point is that I think one of the reasons we've been together so long and have been able to get through with so many different things is we have virtually the same values. And so we believe the same stuff and how to raise kids, how to be in a marriage. We believe, you know, politically, we kind of have the, almost exactly the same opinion on stuff. How to just exist in the world is is so in lockstep with one another that it kind of trumps everything else. Like if, and I remember like when I was dating before her and like I dated a couple of girls who surfed, it was great because we had that to do together. Like it was like, yeah, you know, I surf, you surf, great. Let's go surfing. Mm-hmm. It was it was at that point awesome, but it was super short-lived because we didn't get along in any other way. 
you know, like completely different views on different things. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel like values is a big one. What about you? Uh, I mean, I, I don't think I can add a whole lot to that that hasn't already been said is I think that my wife and I oppose in about as many ways as yourself. Uh, I'm much, you guys more, have the reverse though. Cause you're super white. I'm, I'm though. not, uh, not such a tan complexion. Uh, <laughs> and I try to avoid sunlight at all costs. Uh, but she is Korean and therefore very, uh, tan, um, I'm much more outgoing. She usually is, you know, much more uh, reserved in social contexts, and and for for that reason, she usually perceives and is a lot more like in tune with, with what's going on around her. Her, well, I'm pretty oblivious in most things. Uh, I'm very physically oriented, and that's you know a, a big part of my life where she has had to learn to make that a part of her life that kind of supports her other interests, which she's naturally very artistic and you know. Is she really? Does she like she's, to draw, right? She she was really good and, and really talented in, in like as a kid and was like involved in all sorts of things in that department. And, uh, I used to, and I had an art class in, uh, the 12th grade on a computer, uh, computer illustration. And she would always do her projects and then do my project afterwards. Cause I was just, I was just incompetent. Could put it together. (laughs) So getting your wife to cheat early for you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um, just covering up my holes really. So, Mm -hmm. and I don't know, I feel like if, if it was clear that we were going to get married when I was in the 12th grade, then the teacher probably would have been okay with like my spouse, my one, you know, spouse of one day sure. doing my projects for me. I yeah. Know, team effort. It's how, the, yeah. it's how the world works. It's more real world. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, but at the end of the day, she and I are just grounded by the same things. Like though we don't have a lot of common interests outside of maybe a few dumb Netflix shows, uh, we, share a lot of the same worldview as I've already gone into and, you know, just kind of form similar opinions. And I'm sure that that's a byproduct of just spending so much time around one another. And anytime you encounter a problem, then you, if the person that you talk it and talk it through with and bounce ideas off of, like they shape you as much as you shape them and and you kind of just become the same person. Yeah. And that's who we are now. You're the same person, same entity. That's so crazy. (laughs) Um, what else works for you guys? In what regard? You've been together 16 years, 15 years, 14 years, whatever it is. What works in your relationship? Why does your relationship work? I think we tr- we just have a good sense of like w- the ebbs and flows of each other's like lives and weeks. And we know that we need to spend some time on our own. And we know that we need to spend some time, just the two of us, not in like a like sitting there watching TV, but like doing something together, even if it's dumb, like the grocery store reference I did, I yeah. had discussed earlier. Which I don't think is dumb. I think that's awesome, dude. I and it's, cool. uh, it's, it's just one of those times when it's like you can finally chat and discuss whatever's going on yeah. in your world and all that stuff. Um, and, you know, just again, I think coming when it all comes down to it, when you boil it down, then just having a respect of that person on a really like high level and trusting just you know, being very fond of that person. And if you weren't in a relationship, it would, that would be somebody that you wanted to spend a lot of time around and still, you know, be close to either way. How, how important do you think respect is in a relationship? I don't, I don't think it, a relationship can really exist if it, I mean, I, I've only had the one adult relationship and, uh, I tried, you know, I guess I can observe other relationships and, uh, if that is a missing ingredient or it isn't of the level that is, you know, required, I just can't imagine that you can build the foundation of 
trust that's necessary to yeah. invest your life to, to someone and try to build your lives together. Yep. Um, so, I mean, that's something that is pretty fortunate for myself because that's always been unwavering. I hope it's mutual. I don't know that it is for sure, but you, you'd have to ask her. Uh, but I feel very confident that I've always, uh, you know, had that, had that in her direction for sure. What about the, um, yeah, cause I, I actually think respect is one of the most important things mm. in a relationship because without that you have nothing else. Like you see, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Yep. I would try and do that, but I don't, I think I'd spell it wrong. Um, you see people in other aspects of like walk, you know, like in different work environments, gym or whatever, and they'll start talking about their spouse and they, they'll sometimes you see them talk down about their spouse like oh god i can't believe she did this or um i've got one person who never who will in a million years never ever listen to this podcast so i'll talk about him um i won't say his name but he he calls his wife something not a bad word but not a nice word either he doesn't call her a swear word but and he's always kind of talking down about Mm -hmm. his wife and and it's just one of those things that you can just tell like it's just not a happy marriage Mm. right like you know, my wife might drive me <clears throat> absolutely crazy sometimes, but I would never talk down, insult her publicly. No, never. <laughs> I just wouldn't just because of what it says about her and then what it says about me. And just, it just seems like a bad idea to yeah. do that on so many levels. So really? I think that that's sucks. Um, what else, what else works for you guys? Give me one more thing and then I'll go oh, through the rest man. of the What else works for us? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I think just trying to find common interests and in, in ways in which you can have mutual uh, quality time together. I, something I've realized is for us, like we have two dogs now that we didn't have for a, a long time. And so it's kind of funny because now that's one of those things that we both enjoy trying to problem solve with them and looking after them. And we both love them in a way that any other pet owner kind of knows and can't be reciprocated towards any other animal or anybody else's pets. Um, but you know, just finding those things that kind of can bond you together are, are, I guess one other small key ingredient for us. I think that's true. What do you think your pets names for you are? My pets names for us? Yeah. Cause Barkley and And Ray, Ray. right? Yeah. So when you walk in the house, they look at you and they go, Oh, "Oh, there's what's his name? It's, it's probably, it's probably like, uh, for my wife, something super like, oh, the mighty, <laughs> you know, mighty. yeah, the mighty, like, what is it? Like, is it, is Pharaoh a term that can be male or female? I don't even know. Oh, whatever. I don't know. It's something very nice for Jessica and probably something like, oh, the guy who feeds us is here. Or whatever. I'm pretty, I think my name is that guy. My name. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, it's probably, fair. hey, there's that guy. <laughs> I've never, <laughs> there's that guy again. Yeah, that guy again. <laughs> Hope he feeds me. <laughs> Is that the guy who lives here? All right, cool. Um, two more things. So one thing that came for me came up for me in doing all this is doing this thing with my wife a long time ago and saying, <laughs> saying, spit it out, Jim. I'm trying to spit it out. <laughs> it's just a two question exercise, and the question the questions are is what do you need more of in our what do you need more of in our relationship and what do you need less of in our relationship? And it, for me, it was kind of a groundbreaking thing and was because the answers were um really surprising at the Uh time like really like i was really i was really like wow that's what she wants more of and that's what you know she wants less of and it goes back to the book five love languages have you read that book i have not i'm familiar with it i think like it's great it basically says like you know you've got five love languages how you like to be loved physical touch 
uh, spend quality time together, acts of service, gifts, and I don't know what that other one is. Italian. And Italian is the other one. Um, but he says that like basically the idea is like how you like to be loved, like maybe yours is phys- physical touch, and how she likes to be loved are probably different because mm-hmm. you're different people. And you should love the other person the way that you like, or excuse me, the way they like to be loved mm-hmm. versus you. So for me, I noticed that like, you know, when I asked that question and we talked about that before, there were things like, you know, I was going and getting her flowers a lot, mm-hmm. right? And she kind of was like, I, you know, the flowers are great, but I just kind of want you to put your socks away and put your, you know, empty the yeah, dishwasher, yeah, yeah. you know? And, and for me, she would do things like acts of service, like she'd fold the laundry, my laundry or whatever. And I really needed like words of affirmation. That's the fifth one. I was like, I needed her to be like, hey, you're doing great or, you know, I love you so mm-hmm. much, whatever. And so it's just interesting. So I think asking that question, what do you want more of? What do you want less of? Is really important to do. You know, I... And I'm going to ask Jess as soon as she... Yeah, does. yeah. I, I have heard I have heard of this concept before and I think it. I, I like it and I haven't put a lot of uh, thought into it before, but almost immediately, I think the way some of the ways in which she needs me to communicate that to her is through like my, uh, one is like my undivided attention. Like she doesn't want to be there with me if I'm distracted on, you know, social media or something work obligation or trying to crank through an email, even if we're like physically present in the same room. Right. Um, she wants me to, to like be paying attention, interested in her and what's going on. And I think that's totally fair and valid. Um, and then the the second one that, you know, it sounds like Kelly, Kelly will demonstrate her thought for you by trying to do, you know, little errands and things like that, that yeah. are suggestive of it. And I think that I've learned that that is really important for her. And when I put the dishes away in the morning so that she doesn't have to do them in the evening, like I think that she does notice those things, yeah. uh, which is something that I've had to try to cultivate and am hopefully doing a better job of. And if I'm not, I'll continue to try to do a better job of. <laughs> he's he's working really hard, Jess. Yeah. He's doing everything again. Uh, and for me, I just want my back scratched. That's, That's like it. all I want. That's it. That's it. That's so easy. And right now, for those of you who are not watching, I actually am scratching my yeah, back. He's, he's currently scratching my back. <laughs> That's actually not true. That's not true. Okay, cool. All right. So now we're going to go into the part of the podcast that I've been looking forward to. This is going to be our rapid fire question and answer. Yeah. Those are our high tech sound effects right now. Um, So we have a bag here with 20 questions in it. We're going to take turns, pull out the question and ask the other person the question. So Blake is going to go first. He just took the bag. So it's not just a bag. It's a green bag. It's a green bag. It's a green gift bag. I'm trying to paint the picture for our listeners here. And then when you're done, put the questions in there. How would you feel, Jim, if your spouse was close friends with another man or woman? I think you could have just written these questions as man. (laughs) Um, I would get in deep right away. I would feel... For me, it might be weird if she was like super tight with another guy uh-huh. because she's never really like been really tight with it with other guys. Yeah. Like, you know, like in, in, the, in the span of our relationship and I would, and I don't know if it'd be right or wrong, but I feel like I would feel like, Oh, like what am I, what's going like, what's going on? But that also might just be my lizard brain coming through. How would you feel? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I imagine that it is all context specific. Yeah. Uh, and is this other man of a similar age slightly more attractive than yourself, or is this is that guy, really possible? It, or is or is this guy like 
somebody that she looks up to in a professional context or somebody that she yeah, views as point. like a a mentor or something. I don't I don't know. Like, like I, how would you feel? So Jess comes, so you go to a party at the school and she's like, Oh, this is my really good friend, Charles. And he's Fuck a you, re- Charles. <laughs> Charles. Charles will kick your ass. Yeah. And he's a really good looking dude yeah. who's maybe a couple years years older than you and yeah, you know, I I think I I would probably be a little bit uncomfortable and a little bit just like where is this like where is this coming from and and uh, I you know under in that specific situation I probably would be a little bit confused and that probably is a small sign of some insecurity there but I also think that um, Jessica and myself both try to be very conscientious of and just courteous of how our actions would make the other person feel. Right. Um, and so truly like that's not anything that I've in, encountered fortunately as I uh, again think that both of us just try to keep an appropriate arms width distance from from those yeah. around us, you know. So are you saying that you don't want me to say hi to Jessica? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, ready for your question? Sure. <clears throat> if you could trade lives with anybody for a day, who would it be and why? Anybody for a day. Anybody. Yep. Kim Jong Un would be kind of interesting. Like that guy lives. That li- guy lives. Dude, a, that guy lives a crazy life. Jeez. Can you imagine like all of no. that? All of that like power and authority in a situation where people are cultivated to fear you on some level, and then like how confused would it be if like Blake, the very non-omnipotent, like kind of. <laughs> empathetic ruler of North Korea one day and then yeah. back to Kim Jong-un. That would be a really confusing day, so, couple of days. This has to be a follow-up question. Sorry, we're going to do a follow-up question. Uh-huh. So you get to be Kim Jong-il for a day. Whatever. Is that his name? I don't know. I really have no idea. I don't know. One's the what dad. Do do? The what do you do in that day? Oh, man. I don't know. Like, try not to press any buttons that I'm not, that I don't know what they go to is one thing. That's fair. I don't... I, that makes me think are there are, are there a great deal of possibilities for like freeing an entire country and people like does he have the kind of power where he can just be like be free everyone tear down these walls maybe. Maybe. um so maybe i do that i don't know i feel for him i know yeah it's time to move on that was a, yeah it was it's uh, so much time to move on. next time <clears throat> who is your celebrity crush and who is your partner's <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm going to ask you the same question. Uh, so mine is Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. who I've always felt kind of looks like my wife. I know that's a cop-out answer, but that is my answer. Oh, my God. And um, the other one is, uh, no one will know who this is, but Claire from Modern Family. I, I know of the show. I don't know the characters on the, the show. Mom. Not the Gloria is the one with the big boobs and like the... She the Latina woman? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I would say Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. And then Kelly's is, the last time we had this conversation, hers was actually Tay Diggs. Okay. <laughs> Which was, why does everybody laugh? That? Why are you laughing right now? Because he's a good looking, in shape black guy with a giant smile and a bald head. Yeah, pretty much. I just think that's awesome. <laughs> who, who is yours and who's Jess? Oh, man. I, I can't think that I've really ever fixated on a particular celebrity crush. 
sounded uh, like Lance Armstrong the way you were talking earlier. Yeah, right. Lance Armstrong is definitely up there. Uh, evidently, Matthew McConaughey for my wife. <laughs> uh, no, hers is easily, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Magic Mike. Um, oh, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, which I tell her, guy. I, I tell her every time that, that uh, I think he's washed up now that he's entered into like his mid-30s and, well, without a doubt he's and into, into his 40s or whatever, however old that guy is. But um, he's just like needs to move into a new demographic to who he's yeah, appealing yeah. to. Um, what about for you? Man, if I was going to make a joke and say any anything that moves, but the real uh, a couple that come to mind, Jessica Beals, babe, uh, my my good friend in in the gym here, Jesse, actually uh, performed a best man speech in an audience that featured uh, Jessica Biel. So I always think that's kind of a, a fun <laughs> little cool. fact. That's um, cool. I'll sit with that. I'll okay. sit with that. All right. Here's your other question. Here's my next question. Um, what do you think your like your spouse likes best about you? <sighs> and you would really have to ask her. <laughs> uh, I'm. I think just my general like view and the way I go about my day to day life. I think that she respects my approach, and you know, it, it challenges the the way that she kind of goes about things, and that. I tend to not take myself too seriously and I, you know, I'm, I'm serious about what I do and wanting to do the best job I can in, in my business and career and such. Um, but I, I don't think I sweat the small things uh, yeah. a whole lot and that is a relief and probably provides her a nice sense of balance, I hope. Yeah. Um, I, you know, that's the first thing that came to mind. You certainly have to ask her if you wanted yeah. to. I have a whole list of questions to ask her. Yeah, you sure do. All right, go for it. Uh, Oh, we going for the next one? I didn't know if you were going to answer the same. Oh, uh, what does my wife like best about me? Um, My guess would be... Fashion sense. Fashion sense. Breakdancing ability. No, probably I make her laugh. I'm a pretty loyal guy. Is she really ticklish or something? She's super ticklish. Yeah, so easy to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Eric's dad is can make anyone... Like it's actually, weird. I heard it's just you. Actually, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. He comes at you with like these big, thick fingers, yeah. and you're just like, ah. It just sounds weird when you say it that way. What do you love most about your spouse? Oh God, what do I love most about my spouse? Uh, what I love most about my spouse, my wonderful Kelly, is how loyal she is, how strong she is. She's she again, kind of like your wife. She's a little bit more, you know, it's a little quieter than I am. Um. But she's just strong as fuck, dude, and you wouldn't know it. She's was she deadlift? Was she, she deadlift? Is so mentally and emotionally strong, and she's gotten me through so much. And she's just loyal. She's just always been mm-hmm. super loyal. I mean, that's my number one thing in my life. And so, for you know, for for her, yeah, for her, sure. but for me, that's yeah. What, it is. No what about you? What was the question again? What do you like? What would? Um, what uh, do I like most about Jessica? Yeah, that's it. Huh. There's there's just very few people in the world, and Jim's currently laughing at the, I'm next, laughing question, at the next question. Question he drew. There's very few people that you connect with on a like very deep level, and it really doesn't matter the situation yeah. uh, that you're in. Like you you know know that you're kind of in it in it together. Um, it's kind of funny. Is one of the 
the times in which our relationship has not been as strong is when we just don't have as much time for each other and whatever we're doing. She went through graduate school. That was challenging because she was just so consumed by the work. I've had to work in, you know, pour myself into our, my business and the, which is the gym we're sitting in front of. Um, and then there would be opposing times when, you know, we traveled together in Europe and literally didn't spend a minute apart for like a month and a half the entire time. And I don't think we really fought at all, like during those periods of time. And, and that's like, cool, dude. That's super cool. I think that's a rare thing. And I think that it just, you know, goes to show how much we truly enjoy just being around one another. Right on. All right. Here's your next question. What would you change about being married? What do you mean? What does that mean? If you could change anything about being married, uh huh. What would you change? Change anything about being married? What would you change? Can you answer the question and give me an idea? <laughs> what would I change about being married? Um, I would probably change that. I feel like when you first get married, so many people have expectations on you to buy a house, have a kid. You know, like they're just like, oh, cool, you're married now. Like, so when are you going to do this? And yeah, oh, when yeah. are you going to do this? Like that, the, just the expectations of marriage. I think the first year in marriage for me was like, it was like, it was just hard. Mm-hmm. And I had all these expectations of people thinking like, you know, that I thought it was going to be like puppy dogs and rainbows walking through the spring rain every day. And it was like, it was not like that. It was like, you know, figuring out bills and learning how to yeah. live together and just, I don't know, going to the, going to the bathroom with the door closed, like all kinds of crazy stuff. You know? <laughs> what that about must, you? That must've been so trying for you going Very to the bathroom difficult. with the door closed. Um, I like that answer a lot and I will, uh, use that to reference the, just whole process of, of getting married. And it's funny because like, it's such a consistent topic every time somebody I know gets engaged and then everyone's like, Oh, when are you getting, getting married? How many people have you started the planning process? Yeah. And then they look at the guy that they're like, you're not going to help at all. Dipshit. And, <laughs> and, uh, and then he's just like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and so it's, it's, uh, becoming one of those things just as a, like American culture has become more commercialized that the burden of getting married and, and I, I kind of understand where it comes from to want to celebrate this cool, momentous, amazing moment that you're probably going to remember forever. But, um, just that it can become such a, a burden to the the couple and creates unnecessary or undue stress totally. to have to plan, a, you know, plan a wedding, uh, have, you know, going back and forth through that process, potentially dish, you know, forking out a huge sum of money, relatively yep. speaking, that can yep. postpone all sorts of other financial responsibilities. Yep. Um, and so I, you know, it's something that more and more frequently I do see the, the people who are getting engaged and married are choosing to go alternative routes. And yeah. uh, I get it. And I, I see where that comes from. So I think uh, some of that expectation and, and what you said is definitely very much true. Right on. Your turn. I'm dropping the ball here. We're not technically dropping the ball because there's no ball. No ball. Would you dress in drag for a hundred dollars? For I've. <laughs> What's it? I've say the question again. Would you dress in drag for a hundred dollars? I'd probably do it for five. I've seen you dress in drag for free. This is very good. This is, this is. I've seen you dress in drag. Well, on, but only on while you were dressed in drag <laughs> on social media with your girls. Yes. And for the sake of being entertaining, which yes. I, I admire and uh, yeah, without a doubt, I'm glad to see that you don't take yourself too seriously. No, how could you? All right. You ready for yours, buddy? Let's see here. All right. Let's see. What's the best part about being married? Hmm. 
I think it's just simply getting to spend your life with the person that you choose and get to go through both the day-to-day you know, small, small things as well as tackling the largest life problems that will ultimately kind of define, uh, one's life in a major way. Um, I think it's a pretty cool thing to get to actually like find somebody who you want to share it with and, uh, and who wants to share it with you, man, right. Which is mind boggling, sure. mind boggling for sure. All right. Your turn. Reach into the you bag of the, tricks. You get all the fun ones. Like this, for example, do you believe in Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster? That was a weird way to say it. Do you believe in Bigfoot? How about the Loch Ness Monster? Um, Or both, or neither? I believe in Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster. What about you? I don't think so. Really? I. How is that possible? I I think that there are plenty of... Man, do you know how, how frequently somebody discovers like a new species of you know, critter or insect or plant. Like there's more undiscovered plant species out there than there are mapped out plant species, which is a totally made up fact that I just said. <laughs> totally made but uh it's well ninety seven percent of statistics are made up. Like that even one. yeah. What's the what's the line about uh I don't know. Some don't know. some percent of the time this fact's always right. Whatever. All right, question for you. All right, here's your question. What advice would you give someone who is newly married? Hmm. And let's not even say newly married. Let's just say in a new relationship. Just take the time to get to know the person, I guess. Like, you know, I'm uh, recognized that all like the experience of being in a new relationship is very much different than when you're a year in or you know five years in for that matter. But just try to make sure that you're patient in uh, getting to know that person and making sure that you guys are compatible and and uh, just try to go through a lot of different life experiences together. Yeah, right on. Your turn. I like that answer was good. Crushed that one, huh? Yeah, you did. You did really good on that one. <laughs> Thanks. What do you see other couples do that make you shake your head? Shake your head, yes, or shake your head, no? Shake my head, no. I'll say shake my head, no. Um, what is there anything they do that make you shake your head, yes? Like, like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like they're out of the airport or <laughs> no. something. Oh, like, god, that's the worst. Uh, that's the worst. Um, makes my shake my head, makes me shake my head. Um, when they argue in public, uh huh, that's one that's a bad look. Um, when yeah, that's probably the biggest thing, I think. Like, mm-hmm. people who just, like, argue in public or they do it, like, what you were talking about before. God, we have, like, crows everywhere flying around right now. It's a bad omen. It's a, <laughs> It might be a bad omen. Um, argue in public or any kind of passive-aggressive stuff when other people are there. Mm-hmm. I think that that's always weird. Here's what else. Okay. It just came to him. Hit, this is Eureka. the big one. This is the big one that drives me fucking crazy. Uh-huh. Go in a restaurant. Yeah. There's a couple sitting at the table. They are sitting on the same side of the table. That's I, what bothers you? Oh my god! It drives me cr- like why? Because they're like pals. Is that like what do you? What does it signify to you? I don't know what it signifies to me, but sit across from each other so you can talk. How about like look at each? How other. about at ninety degrees? No, that's fine. This, uh, 90, that, 90 degrees is okay. okay. Yeah, I don't actually know what ninety degrees. I had to think about it in my head. It's like it's like, like a right, right angle. Uh, right angle. Yeah. Right. Oh. We're about to get a talk attack by birds. Oh. Have you ever seen uh, Dorothy in I what? <laughs> what's the movie with all the crows? Uh, uh, the Yellow Brick Road and yeah, uh, no, not what is that movie called? The Yellow Brick Road. 
No, it's not. It's called Land. No, Dorothy, I was going to say Land Before Time. No, it's That's the dinosaur brick road. No, it's it's Dor- uh, Wizard of Oz. Oh my God! Is that, it Wizard of Oz? Two two grown men can't come up with a Wizard of Oz. Is that like that big? It's, it's, I, I, I mean, I guess that's a thing. Um, okay, so we is it my one? turn. Is it my turn to ask you? It's my yes, turn sir. to ask you. All right, let's see. Oh, this, my mother would be so disappointed in me for not remembering the Wizard of Oz. Why? She's just a big fan. She's a big fan of Wizard of Oz. All right, here you go. Are you ready for this one? I want you to think about this one. You can give your wife, your partner, your spouse, whoever, one and only one superpower. What is it? You can give Jess one superpower. I can give her one. What a weird question. (laughs) Oh, man. How do I come up with this shit on the fly? I don't know. I would give her crow wings, I think, is the first thing that came into my head. Is that a good one? No. I don't know. <laughs> what would, what you, would you give her? I'm not giving your wife anything. <laughs> <laughs> what would I give my wife, Supar? I would give her... Oh, dude, are you crazy? This is the easy. This is the easiest question in the world. Uh, I'm going to sell. The, I'm gonna say this answer, and you'd be like, how did I not think of that? Yeah. I'd give her the power to read my mind. Your mind? Yeah. Oh, wait, uh, I I about that? Yeah, <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah. Maybe I'll give her the power to read 80% of my mind. Yeah, yeah. She'll There's a like, dark wow. corner of everyone's mind. You wow, know, this guy read. spends a lot of time thinking about football. Yeah. <laughs> he spends way too much time thinking about Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a weird amount of time on Tom Brady. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Next one coming up. Oh, our bag's floating away. Sorry. Who would you want to play you in a movie of your life? Can I go? Yeah, Channing Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, or, Matthew uh, or Matthew McConaughey. Or Matthew McConaughey. All right. Um, <laughs> I would have. Just I'm going to answer the question. Tom anyway. Brady. No movie about my life. I would do. It's got to be somebody lovable, somebody huggable. I I would say I would immediately say Tom Cruise, but he's kind of nuts, so I can't say him. Anymore. He brings like a very strong energy to the world right, that. He's kind of crossed the line from being strong energy to be like, wow, is this like a dangerous material? Yeah, no, for sure. Maybe. Oh, you know, I know what I would do. Tay Diggs or (laughs) uh, Denzel Washington. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good good one. Yeah. All right, here you go. Um, What song would you sing for your American Idol audition? Mm, uh, Seals Kiss from a a Rose. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Okay, your turn. Your turn to ask. We might be. We must We've be getting done. Just a few more, probably three or four more. Yeah, then we'll get into um, the dating thing, and then. What makes your relationship strong? What makes my relationship strong? Um, I feel like we've gotten to be very good at communication. We're good at fighting, so we, we, the way we fight now is just way different than it used to be. We don't like fight blow like, up you're and like a don't. black belt now and, yeah. yeah no i'm like a white belt she's like a black belt yeah like, she kick you know, your ass every all time the all the different stars on it she's basically a ninja and i'm like the you know new kid at karate class no i feel like we're good at <clears throat> arguing in a constructive way and i think we're also good at um we just have a high level of respect for each other and just our communication's pretty good mm-hmm. and we also are okay with not agreeing having to agree with each other like the Lance, like Matthew like, McConaughey thing, like the Lance Matthew McConaughey thing, which I cannot wait to see her and talk to her about that. All right, ready? Complete this sentence. This is coming from your wife. Blake is really great at 
Keep it clean. <laughs> Keep it clean. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. And she would Keep roll, it clean. roll her eyes. Oh, <laughs> anything man. You, anything you say, remember, yeah. she's going to hear this. Um, what would she say you're really good at? Or great at? I think I am good at freestyling. And when I say freestyling, I'm not at all referring to rapping nor dancing. I am talking about when... Things are unexpected, just rolling with the punches and whether that is in, you know, making plans in things that happen at work in you know, whatever life throws at you. I think she would say I'm pretty good at rolling with the punches and, you know, coming back. Awesome. Awesome. Your turn. All right. Final few. What do you value most in your relationship? Loyalty. We've been there, done that. Yep. Can I give you another one since I'm sitting here? Yep. What's the most surprising thing about being married? <sighs> this most surprising thing about being married. I think the most surprising thing for me about being married is that I, when I, when I first was, you know, before I met Kelly, my thought was always like, wow, like I'm going to be married. I'm only going to be intimate with one, one, one person the rest of my life. Like, how is that going to work out? Like, you know, for the next 60, 70 years, how is that? Like, I'm only going to sleep with one other person. And aren't I eventually just going to fall in love or get bored with that person? Like it, like I would think that. So I think the most surprising thing about marriage to me is that like the way your love grows and how, like, even if you're changing and she's changing and different things happen, kids, dogs, cats, work, whatever, like how, it just, you can grow closer and closer to a person and things just kind of get better and better. If you marry the right person, mm -hmm. I think I got super freaking lucky and he did, I did and way out kicked my coverage and she's way better than what I deserve. Thank God. Um, but yeah, I think that that's, that's what it is for me. All right. Question for you. This is, la is this the last question? Uh, last two. Last two. Okay. What is the most important thing every couple should work on? Um, I guess being introspective and trying to identify what it is that you want personally out of your life, right. such that you can communicate that in an effective way, way and work towards that together. Um, as I feel that if one is not constantly evaluating, like, you know, what they want their life to look like, they can, in it, you know, if, uh, there's no way that you can get that message across or it will fall into place accidentally. So, um, I do, uh, think introspection and therefore, you know, and then from there, communication is probably one of the, the most important skills out there. Right on. Final question. How has your relationship changed from when it first started? How has it changed since when it first started? Um, you can't be surprised by these since you wrote these questions. I did a lot of copying and pasting and throwing them in the thing. Oh, yeah. How's our relationship changed since it first started? I think it's, um, we're just different people mm -hmm. like now. I feel like we're, we're, like we went into it with, yeah, let's get married. Awesome. Like, I love you. This is great. Let's get married. And mm. we don't think of like all the other stuff. Like, I, I remember like actually after being married about six months and having a couple different talks about stuff and like, we were like, wow, we never really talked about spirituality and mm -hmm. wow, we never really talked about having kids and we really never talked about politics and never really talked about how to raise kids and like if we were going to homeschool them. And so there's a bunch of shit, shit that we just hadn't talked about mm -hmm. that 
luckily when we did finally talk about it, we're like, we're in lockstep with, an, with each other value wise, mm. but it could have gone really bad, right? Like it could have been like, she could have been like, oh, you know, I don't want to have kids mm. and I want to live, you know, downtown and in a condo and like in the city. And like, I hate that shit. Like, I, you know, I wouldn't work for You're me. not a condo guy. I'm, that's not that. I just wouldn't want to work in it. If I have a choice by living by the beach or, or living in a cramped condo somewhere, I don't want to, I don't want to live in a cramped condo. I used to do that you know, when I live back east. So yeah, that totally. would be, that would be, that would be my thing. What about you? What was the question again? I knew you were going to forget the question. <laughs> <laughs> Who would play you in a movie? <laughs> uh, <laughs> bet we've been there. No. How is, how has it changed since you've been married? We only been married oh man. Years. Well, I've only been married two years. I mean, like if we would expand that question out, I would say like, how has your relationship changed? Since yes. You've been together. And while I mean, life has only gotten a little bit like more serious as you our finances are, you know, coupled together to a degree and we now own a house together and yep. have little animals that rely upon us to stay alive. Um, really, truly, our lives were already so intertwined and integrated since we'd been together for nine years or whatever prior to getting married. But like over the span of our, our relationship, we were 18 when we started dating and now yeah. we're 29. We've both been through school and figured out what we want to do with our lives and figured out, uh, what's important to us and how we want to live and, and all these crazy things. And I think that we're much more like just confident in who we are as people, as, as, you know, adults and having to figure it out and gone through those struggles of like, who am I and what is my place in this world? Right. Um, so that has changed in a very dramatic way, but, uh, it's pretty, I imagine uncommon to, uh, to go through that much like life change and, and, you know, difference pretty soon here. We'll have known each other for half of our lives unless that has actually passed. I think we started, we know, knew each other when we were 15. So next year, uh, we'll have known each other, been a part of each other's lives for half of our lives. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, which is kind of a weird, a weird thought. And so uh, to know somebody and have that creative like respect for them for that long period of time, yeah, um, I think is a pretty cool thing. That's super cool. That's super cool. Um, okay, so we've been talking primarily about relationships, uh -huh. and I know we're almost at the end of this podcast. We've been talking. About sure as hell, hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I wanted to talk about is um, advice for for people who are single. Man, for I, any, I don't know if I'm in any position to give advice to anyone. You who's are. Single. We both are. We've been married forever, uh -huh. right? So we see people in the gym or in other parts of our lives who are single. Yeah. What would you tell someone who is single? And this is probably a longer podcast down the road, yeah, but let's yeah. but if you could give one impart one piece of advice to someone who's single who's listening, who's listened to us for almost an hour. Yeah. waiting for you to say something brilliant to them. Oh, man. This is your opportunity. You guys have been misled. Into yes, what luckily you're not paying for this podcast. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I will use the analogy of hiring somebody for uh, my business. And as I think that might be a more kosher way of, of approaching this conversation, in that sometimes I'll, I'll find myself uh, – discussing with Eric, my business partner, like, Hey, should we, and this is like, we've had the business for six years. So we've had a lot of these conversations over the years and maybe there's two potential candidates and you sit there and you, uh, you know, try to analyze all the cost benefits of each person, what they bring to the table, what they're lacking, what, you know, all of this stuff. Um, and it could be the case that neither of them are, are the right person or the right candidate for you. And so, right. 
if somebody finds themselves in the situation in which they're like, oh, this person is really great uh, for, you know, because they're super hot and they're hilarious. But, uh, you know, when we're one on one, we just don't like like we don't have anything to talk about or we don't right. find that flowing or maybe you do view them as a great friend and, you know, but there's not that physical attraction or something like that. Right. Maybe they're not the person for you and don't hesitate to like, you know, don't settle for trying to cultivate a relationship that maybe doesn't have the potential to be everything that you're like looking for. And yeah, it doesn't have legs. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think the, uh, the thing I would add to that is knowing yourself I think is so key. I think, first of all, for those of you who are single out there, I mean, like, look, you know, there's nothing wrong with being single and it's, we, it's, we pity you as, as uh, <laughs> married individuals, but no, there really isn't like, but I think knowing yourself first and knowing like what you like, what you don't like, what's okay with you, what's not okay with you. Like, I feel like you gotta, you gotta knock that stuff out first before you can really be in a relationship and, and be in a, in a worthwhile relationship. Because if you don't know who you are, how are you supposed to juxtapose that with somebody else? Um, that you work with. I, do you know that I've used the word juxtapose twice today? Just throwing that out there. I don't really know what it means. Do you, do you know any bigger words? I don't. Yeah. I don't. But do you know that nothing rhymes with orange, but I, I just don't hear it? I was like looking it? for the... <laughs> I don't think I get it. Explain it to me. <laughs> nothing rhymes with orange, but I don't hear it. They say nothing rhymes with orange, but I don't hear it. I don't understand. Like, the word nothing rhymes with the word orange. It does? No. What? <laughs> I was like, never mind. I'm blowing more. Blake's mind right now. <laughs> yeah. This, is, this is a probably a good we're place not to stop. Yeah, <laughs> we're not linking up on this one. Uh, so anyway, so we'll stop. Let's stop. Let's. This has been, let's, uh, this has been our take on relationships. Thank Thanks you for, for following along, mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I apologize, Jess and Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> but we love you very much. Thank you. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast today. Really appreciate you guys listening in. If you like what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. And you can always check us out online at heroupmedia.com, heroupmedia.com. Talk to you guys soon.